Hey, you all, a special thank you to our amazing and growing Patreon.com patrons. Andrea, Barbara, Diane, Erica, Stephanie, Susie, Terry, Anna, Jenny, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes, my eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you're unfamiliar with Patreon.com, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. And if you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on Patreon.com forward slash The Workroom Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. The link is also in the show notes. Now let's get to it. I would just advise you to make as many decisions now. Right. So While that you I can have just my brain. Execute them exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm used to. Because I've made more bad decisions at three o'clock in the morning right. than I can list. <laughs> <laughs> can you give us names? We want names. I really am an old fart. I didn't. My brain didn't even go there. Oh my God! Are you coming back at four? I just may. <laughs> after I've made my bad three o'clock decision. <laughs> I'll see you later. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I am Arinez, and when in doubt, just leave the sash out. Oh, and Patricia, it's your turn. Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to like... I don't think I could talk. I was holding in laughter. <laughs> sorry. Okay, I think, I think I've gotten my lungs back. Okay. Hi, and I'm Patricia, and... I'm not a miracle worker, lady. I can't make you have an ass. <laughs> I mean, all decorum, all decorum out the window. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because it's sort of, you know, um, I think uh, that quote is so prescient. I have to say. <laughs> Starting a oh, new trend. <laughs> all right. So, oh, man. So, this is we're we're back into the workroom. Thank you guys for for joining us. We're so glad to have you all. Um, I, I'm just going to remind everyone. So we are uh, venturing into season four, and this is episode five. So um, we are back in the lovely old days of Bravo, <laughs> one point Bravo, uh, with uh, you know the the trend. The trend settings, the trend breakings, but also the very housewivey aspects of um, what these shows used to be with their amazing taglines. Um, but yeah, so we're so glad to have you with us on this journey. And uh, as always, I'm just going to remind all y'all that we have a cheat sheet. So once we get to the portion where we actually talk about the runway, I will prompt you so you can follow along with us with our visual guide. And again, you can join us on social mediums. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And we have a Gmail account where you can send us your gossip, your questions, your feedback, your rants, anything you want at in the workroom at gmail.com. That's I-N-T-H-E workroom 
at gmail.com. And I will say that Patricia and I just got finished recording bonus episode number two, because we are strutting down the vintage catwalk with style with Elsa Clinch. Um, the very first fashion journalism show uh, that aired on CNN um, way back when in the eighties and nineties. <laughs> so, so uh, Elsa Clinch right now is um, she's still grunging it up at New York fashion week, 1993. And we went over the segment that covers Johnny Versace and Baby Cheeks, Michael Kors. So you can get access to our bonus episode by becoming a Patreon patron at our making the workroom work level. So um, and if you are a Patreon patron, go to your Patreon because it's there. So it's up there and we are continuing the um, the road down memory lane of 1993 <laughs> with Elsa Clinch. <laughs> um, so, yeah. All right. So let's get into the show. But before we start, Patricia, any any thoughts on last episode or anything that's sort of that you wanted to talk about up top as we go into season five? I mean, episode five. Uh, no, no. Okay. I think you're great. All right. Yeah. Just making sure. Um, so because last week we said goodbye to Chris March um and of course this was the trend setting episode so so this week we open up in the gotham city apartments everyone is sad there's just still as always rumblings from the day before but these rumblings are really sad rumblings and we open up on sweet pea who's just like oh chris's energy is gone i miss chris oh and then um in the other apartment we have some more rumblings so we see jack covering up his face and he's covering up what he thought was a pimple but it's starting to look really bad and his face is also protruding out and it just sort of looks just visually looks painful he's like putting a compress on it and trying to talk to uh to kevin about it and (laughs) um i don't know if you know this is patricia but they're talking 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 then it's time to go and then ricky gets up and goes "Ugh, get over it let's go Hmm. I don't know if you noticed that, but I didn't notice that clocking Ricky. Um, So they leave, they leave their apartments and they head towards the runway to meet with Heidi Klum, who walks on to the catwalk swinging a velvet button bag. Um, We don't really know what that button bag is for yet, because first we have to bring out the models. So we're, we're back to our very like, familiar unfamiliarness of um of having to do this model choosing so but then there's kind of an unfamiliar figure behind this grim and at first i thought okay it looked like the pop singer from season one i don't know if you remember this episode because there is they 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 made like this outfit or a stage costume for a pop singer that sort of like looked like an like a an an a early two thousands version of Cindy Lauper, or it seemed like that's who she was trying to be with like high hair and all this other stuff. Um, the song is like I'm a girl on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Does that ring? It down? rings a bell. Yeah. yeah, from that episode. I'm trying to remember who that singer was. Yeah, I think she had like red hair. It was just like a like a fiery character. I'm pretty sure that was season one. 
but um but yeah I, that's is that, is that the season that somebody named jay won yes that is jay's season okay <laughs> um, okay yeah i mean because i got so confused i'm like what season are we in because uh, we're in the past but how far back are we um so it's yeah go wait what were we gonna say well season one was 2005 i think yes I think it was 04. Yeah, 04. That was 2004. Oh, 04. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so not that far back from this show. But um, but no, it's not It's not a pop singer. It's not Cindy Lauper. It is a, an army of ladies who are coming out in very, very large clothes. <laughs> so yes. at first we see a woman coming out in like, like a huge wedding dress. And, um, but then she's followed by a line of women and it's, it, it's looking very dated. So this is, we are in 2007, but it's looking a lot earlier than that. And yeah. um, I love how they point out Steven, who's just sort of like, Oh, is this someone's like mothers or sisters or, you know, aunties? Like who are these people? Like, are they related to us? And then he's like, he realizes that no one's related to him. So that's not the right guess. Um, but what actually is happening is that these are women who have lost a quote unquote tremendous amount of weight. And yeah. the clothes that they're wearing are what they used to wear is their favorite outfit from when they were at their previous weight before. Yeah. Before they lost the weight, this is what they, they love to wear. Um, and then they intro themselves with their first name and then how much weight they've lost. <laughs> so we have Laura, 136 pounds. Sylvia, 58 pounds. Erica, I didn't even write down how many how many pounds she was. But like these, so there's like Tracy, Elise, Lisa, um, I think Carrie, Orna, Alicia, Chris. Like they've all lost um, upwards of between oh, like 30 and I think the most is 160 pounds. That's the one lost. And so the challenge for this is obvious to the designers. This is the normal people challenge. <laughs> so, mm. so we have a little bit of, of is consternation the word for this? Basically, again, some rumblings <laughs> with the designers who are just like, oh my God, like what is happening here? Are they just going to like what is a twist going on like the twist is that you're not dealing with your models from last week and then of course we realize we remember that the week before last week they dealt with male models so they're just kind of throwing these designers to the ringer but um the challenge is that they're going to use these clothes that they have on as raw material as raw material for their new outfit so they have to design something for their new figure using their favorite garments and um, and this is this is it. Christian passed away. Christian Siriano no longer is with us because he's like, oh my god, this is like, this is so not me. Like I I don't do this at all. Like I really I just I'm I'm gonna die. Like I'm dead. Like please like kill me. Like just gag me with a spoon. So it's I w would love to know what what Christian does not do. Um, I'm not assuming because it's interesting to see Christian freak out about this and also where Christian's career is now because um Christian Siriano is like breaking a bunch of norms with his run runway at the moment but 
here with this episode or with this challenge, it I'm wondering if it's airing on the side of I've got to use this lady's like old clothes. So all the work, I've got to tear these clothes apart. I've got to rip some seams and uh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Give me some luxurious fabrics. So I'm just assuming that that's what's going on here. Um, So then Heidi chooses from the button bag who goes with whom. And um, Kevin says, who's straight? He says like, no one wants a lady in the wedding dress. And I wrote in my notes, meaning he doesn't want her, but I feel like no one wanted her. Now that like like I've rewatched the episode, I have a feeling that no none of the designers want the lady who came out first, who's wearing this like this a wedding dress um, that is I don't know how much did she lose? She lost over a hundred pounds, so it's it's a lot. There's a lot of fabric. So yeah. Anyway, so so like so the so she goes first, and Heidi chooses Stephen. Mm-hmm. So Stephen is the person who gets this wedding dress um the next person is is sylvia gets jack erica is paired with jillian tracy is paired with lisa and we'll go through this later um because the the names are sort of like hard to to pinpoint but um once we get to the cheat sheet we can see um who they were paired off with but like yeah these ladies are like ranges of, of like heights and and um and i would say proportions and and not a lot of coloring. So there <laughs> there isn't a lot of women of color in this in this uh this category of like, you know, weight loss heroes. Um so that's the only thing that um it's just not much of a variance on. But I would say like the sizes they look like on camera like maybe they range from like a size 16 all the way down to a 2 or something like that. Which is sort of like the range of I would say like department store sizes that you should be able to find anywhere. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> so they're, so they get time in the workroom to sketch with their clients. And um, I would have to say that they get to, yeah, I think they get like 30 minutes. And once they get back to the workroom, Tim sort of gives them the rundown uh, because Heidi this is the first time Heidi has ever given them a full challenge all by herself. So Tim is just in there, just like plugging in the details they have until midnight that night. And also they, Oh my gosh. What, 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 what yeah, that's the other, yeah. They have until midnight that night. Um, and then there's also like a little bit of a surprise there. Mm. Yeah. So once they're back into the workroom, um, they run into a goodbye note that, that Chris March left all of them because Tim comes in and he's like designers you have until midnight tonight and carry on like oh 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 designers did you see this oh sweet wonderful Chris Chris wrote us a lovely goodbye letter then he reads it and I wrote he didn't so Tim didn't read the whole letter on the show but I but we get the whole um the written version of it so I wrote everything down and the letter goes to all I had this incredible dream that I went to a faraway place it was beautiful. And you and you and you were there. Still, all I kept saying is, I want to go home. And they sent me here. Keep going, Chris. And to Tim Gunn, P.S. Thanks for being a guardian angel on Earth. I don't know why I read it like that. Like he's like Mel Brooks or something. But um, 
I just love this whole like you were there and you were there like he was Dorothy waking up in Kansas um and this was like he was in Oz like that Project Runaway was was his Oz (laughs) um so it was it was just like a very touching moment but we're getting these like smatterings of of just like oh Chris You were such a force, but we, I don't feel like we got that much in the edit in the first few episodes of just how much the workroom loved having Chris march around. So this is really nice to me. Um, yeah. So Tim comforts the room. He goes, it gets harder guys. We'll miss Chris March, but it gets harder. It gets harder. So, um, the, they welcome in the, the clients, they get 30 minutes to sketch with them. And um, I would say the overarching theme for these one-on-one times is that they're so normal. This is not ideal. Oh, my God. The rules are completely different because look at their bodies. (laughs) (laughs) This was so uncomfortable for me to watch. All of it. I know. It's just, oh, man, 2007. (laughs) I feel like we've gone it gets worse on project runway like we if if you guys are all familiar with the show in later seasons when they deal with this this quote-unquote normal challenge it gets even worse i would say this is sort of um relatively uh benign compared to how bad it gets later on yeah yeah but what were your thoughts like what what was coming out what was like what what was your reaction to this part I mean, it's so interesting how this whole segment up until up until they go to mood, the most enthusiasm I remember. I mean, you know, I watched it like you know a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, is Stephen kind of horrified that Stephen has Laura, which is the person with the big wedding dress, which Stephen describes as ten yards of polyester satin. You know, he describes that as death on the stick. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the enthusiasm for the challenge, and I sort of. Okay, I, I don't sew, but I get it. Like that fabric would be. I think that's something that if Chris March were on the show, Chris March would be like, "That's the fabric I want." Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, if they had to choose, if they had the opportunity to choose, but someone, but everybody else is just like, "What are we going to do with that?" So the biggest enthusiasm is Stephen kind of like lamenting the fact that. He's stuck with this fabric. So nobody's really excited about this challenge except for maybe Ricky. Yeah. And also you Kevin. Know? Like Ricky's excited. Kevin's excited. And um, I think I, you know, I'm so sorry, R- Ricky. But I, I think Ricky's excited just because um, his model is gushing over him. Like, oh, my God, I just want you to be happy. And he's like, oh, my God, my God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Ricky just needs some affirmation all the time. But Kevin also is just like, I just love working with real people. So he's using word real. <laughs> you know, Victoria's yeah. using word normal and um, and not ideal. So, um, yeah. Yeah. There's that. And we can only celebrate people who have lost weight. Yes. Exactly. We can't just celebrate people as they are. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, oh, you're a size 14 because that's better than being what you were yesterday. You know, bigger, yeah. how much ever bigger it was. Um, but I thought <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> so funny because so Christian gets um, who is Christian's model? Christian gets. Oh, my gosh. I'm uh, Carrie. So his model's name is Carrie, and she's probably the most, 
one of the more petite models. So she's quite short um, and she's like a two four and um, but she doesn't like anything. <laughs> so Carrie came there because she's like, listen, I filled out the application and I told them I don't like the gap. I like gap light. I don't like colors. I don't like stripes. I don't like prints. I don't like sleeves. I don't want to see my arms. I don't want to see my legs. That's my criteria. Are you going to cast me? They're like, yeah, mate. Yeah, we're going to cast this late on the show. This is amazing. She's like, I don't, I don't, I want something boring and tight, you know? So it's, it's just great that that's who Christian got. They put out the call and she's like, I want this. Yes, I want something visibly conservative that nobody that's going to invisibilize me yeah. forever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like anti like, you know, um what what they typically are are talking about these women on the show. Like they want to show off their figure and she's like, No. Yeah. <laughs> Don't show me at all. Um anyway, so But it's interesting because she is thinking about clothing as armor in that yeah. way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she is. Um, but I also, you know, and we'll we'll get into it later, but I kind of was like, I almost forgot in this whole, you know, oh, this dress is so fugly, like this polyester wedding dress is awful, that these are their, apparently, ooh, excuse me, these are their favorite outfits. Yeah. And so I felt really bad for them in keeping that in mind, that you have these designers who are just also just like oh dear lord because Stephen, um yeah he's just like you know here we have on the other side of the room um carrie with christian who's like i don't like this i don't like that i don't like anything and then you have this woman who's like here's my wedding dress it, yeah. it's from the most this from like the happiest day of my life and it's my favorite thing so i actually chose my favorite thing and also it might be great for you because this is this is sort of like a normal thing to redesign or, uh, you know, um, a, a, a selling point of a lot of wedding dresses at mm-hmm. in, at some tiers where it's like you can wear this again. And she clearly bought a dress that you can't wear again. But um, but it has all the stuff that you can make new things out of, because for Stephen, his just from how he's listing the awfulness of the dress, it sort of depends on how, again, like if Chris March were listing the things on this dress, he would be so happy to be like, oh my God, there's beading, zippers, mm-hmm. sleeves, collars, <laughs> polyester. <lace." laughs> like Chris was like, Chris would say, you had me at polyester. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, beading, zippers? Yes. You know, yeah. and, and for Steven, it's like, oh my God, this is awful. Yeah. Death on a stick. But I thought there was something that I found. I don't know how to describe my feelings about this thought that I had. It's There's something very, like, sweet and sour about that wedding dress for me. Hmm. Because, like, I've been friends with people who are bigger than me and certifiably, wonderfully, proudly fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know. And... Throughout my life, I've had friendships with people with bodies like that. And I remember a certain age or when I moved here, when I moved to the U.S., um, I remember people saying, and people and specifically people with bodies like that, like just joking 
about like gotta lose weight because nobody will marry me hmm. gotta lose you know gotta lose this because you know blah 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 and I remember being like oh my gosh like first of all that wasn't something I could relate to because a I wasn't thinking about getting married b I didn't have weight to lose and c I was really thinking about how do I get my head together like mm-hmm. how do I, like how do I survive x y and z I wasn't thinking about how will somebody like me? I was really thinking, how will I, how will I, how will I learn to like myself? You know? And so I was just in a different, whatever. But I, so when I saw this, I was like, Oh my gosh, this, there's something here. There's something to be said for someone whose happiest day is being a fat person who gets married. Like there's something to celebrate about that from, I guess coming from all this stigma that was shared with me, I, I was sort of thinking like, there's somebody, there's something, awesome and and wonderful about that and then that person loses weight and wants to it is even happier that is becoming i guess closer to a socially acceptable standard closer to dominating you know a standard Mm -hmm. you know closer to hopefully finding more joy in being subversive um so I thought everybody kind of got hung up on everything else about that dress, except what it actually it might have represented for somebody of that size. And again, yeah. I, I foolish things because I've I've never been big, you know. But um, but I think I think bodies are the way they are, and bodies should be loved for for how they are, not what they're not, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's something, and again, I don't, I don't. There's something bittersweet about it that I thought was missed. Yeah, yeah. Because I I also thought about Stephen as, so we talked about this on the last episode because Stephen put out like a, (laughs) like a, like a really kind of, I would say, um, not great impression of Tim Gunn. And even in how Stephen was sort of like, we saw so much of Steve in this episode and it didn't come to my my mind wondering if, you know, he's talking about this in a way where he's thinking that he's going to get um, a positive reflection of his feelings everywhere he goes, where, you know, even when he talks to Tim Gunn, I'm like, is he like, I don't know, is, is he trying to think that, oh, well, you know, Tim Gunn is going to agree with me that this is just kind of awful. Like the whole workroom is going to agree with me. But um, I don't, I really don't think that, is something that was a given because there were other things to think about that uh, in terms of challenges. And we, we sort of get into that in mood because we have Steven and we have Jillian who are both people who are like, I'm not using my fabric. (laughs) You know, so, so let's fast forward to mood. Um, But also they get $10. And so they're only going to mood for, it's supposed to just be supplemental fabric because they're supposed to be using the bulk of the, of what they've been given by their models, the the their favorite garment to, you know, to seam rip. And Jillian's approach is, you know, there's just so many darts and seams and hems and like, yeah, that's what happens when you're dealing with clothes that you're supposed to repurpose. But um I also thought, oh, that's actually a smart move. It's risky because they weren't told that they could not do that. But if she's thinking of, I don't have time to, to get into this garment, then I feel like that's, that makes, that's a more reasonable approach to this rather than for Steven, who is like just harping on the polyester when I'm pretty sure that whole thing wasn't beaded up 
and there were there wouldn't have been a like a lot of lace to detach from the polyester or he wouldn't have had to spend so much time getting rid of the buttons um because to me that's sort of like a more valid approach or to me like a more acceptable way of being like i don't want to deal with this fabric because there's so much work i have to do to it first before i can actually use it but he, then we find out in move that he's actually going to be using the lace because that's the only part he really likes um mm. And I'm pretty sure I, w- I want to know how many yards of polyester he just gave up. He gave up on. Um, anyway, so so let's get to mood. And it's pretty much focusing on on Jillian and Stephen. And um, but st- we see that Jillian, instead of using a totally different fabric, brought a swatch with her. Oh. There's no swatch yet. Swatch is not like a twinkle in anyone's eye yet. Like little tiny swatch. <laughs> this is a different kind of swatch. So she brings <laughs> it a fabric because she's trying to, to, to match it perfectly in mood and somehow found $10 worth of fabric to do that. But then Steven is doing something way different and is buying black stretch cotton. So that's what I, I was Steven confused by that. I really was like, why are you going to black? Like, it, you have this super shiny white dress, and you're going to use the um, the the details to kind of, you know, to trim it, but you're going to use a black stretch cotton anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was com- I was mostly confused because of the contrast, but why were you confused? Well, I was confused because I thought if you have something white, you can dye it black for like 90 cents. Yes. That's all. So that came to my mind I was too. Like, why don't you just dye the fabric? Yeah. And it's not like you can't dye polyester. Like they have all types of dye at Mood. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. That's... So I was like, dye it black, make a skirt, put something red on top, done. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You could, he could have spent $10 buying, you know, a yard of really nice fabric because there's probably something there. Um, they could just make us like like a top, but you don't have to spend all that time. You could spend most of your time dyeing the fabric and, and drying it off. Um, anyway, so, man. So that's all. That's like, yeah, I think that Stephen just got really distracted by the fact that he didn't want it or that Stephen didn't want to work with it. So unfortunately, Stephen was trying to find everybody else to validate this hatred of the fabric. Yeah, and I want to talk about that moment in there with Tim because Tim was like, "You have the the biggest hurdle to climb. You have the largest wall to to scale." And I really do feel like it's because, yeah, what are you going to do? Isn't this kind of like a what are you going to do with the fabric that you already have? And and Tim wasn't giving him permission to just kind of dump it, but also perhaps thinking of how are you going to make this look modern and it's super white fabric. And, you know, I don't think that Tim was hating on the, on, on the polyester the way Steven was. Um, No, not at all. Yeah. All right. So we're done in mood and it's time to go back to the workroom. Um, But uh, what we're, what we're seeing is that there's a bit of an issue with Jack. So Jack's face just in these few hours has swollen up 
quite a bit and you know he's going to be working with his hands all day and he probably needs to like hold a compress to that so in um so we we see jack and sweet pea kind of talking to each other and sweet pea's checking on jack being like your face are you in pain are you okay um so jack explains that um He's not in pain, but he's afraid that it might be a reoccurring bacterial staph infection. So we see Jack go to the waiting room and makes a call to his doctor. And um, it's he's just so exasperated. He's just like, yeah, so it's happening again. It might be happening again. And we find out that, um, yeah, he's just trying to be very, very, very careful. Um, and and we already know, and he's he's, you know, um, told us his viewers that he's been HIV positive for, well, I think about 17 years. He's been yep. maintaining mm-hmm. um, uh, his health with medication and it's, it's pretty under control. His immune system isn't suppressed or anything, but I remember watching this and I'm not sure if I'm pretty sure it was around the time where um, there was a, a, a spat of, of really tough staph infections going on in hospitals um, because MRSA is is a, is um is a very very aggressive bacterial infection that um, sometimes is it, we're hearing about it now like a lot of them are resistant to antibiotics um, and so this is serious and he he, he tells her he he says to the camera he's like it has nothing to do with my HIV um, uh, it's it's something that could happen to anyone but um, because it's it's MRSA. It's really, 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 really serious. So um, we see Jack talking to a producer about what he wants to do. And the sequence of events is Jack talks to a producer clearly off camera in the waiting room after he gets off the phone with his doctor. Then Jack goes back into the workroom and tries to do a little bit of stuff. But then Tim comes in, obviously after talking to that producer and takes Jack outside and, and they're trying to decide like, what do you want to do? They come back inside the workroom and they make an announcement that Jack has decided that he needs to leave the show so he can treat this MRSA infection. Um, it's really sad. <laughs> like I've seen this episode so many times, but Jack says something that really always will break my heart. He's like, I worked my ass off to get here. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And it's like no fault of anyone. It's just like, it's just, he's been dealing with his reoccurring thing and it just flares up. And who knows? It could also be because of the stress of the show, because stress like knocks your body out of whack. And we've, we see people getting sick on the show all the time, you know? Um, and we've seen people leave the show because of illness. Like that's what happened with your bracket member. I, I can't remember her name, <laughs> but um. Gosh, oh my name? gosh! Yeah. Um, oh shoot! I can't either. Yeah, it's okay. Well, we, yeah, like, but all all that being said, like, you know, this this happens sometimes, and under stressful circumstances, your body just sometimes like just knocks you out and says, "No, was take it, care of me." Was it Day Young? Yes. Yeah, Day Young. Okay. Day Young. Yeah. So it's always sad to see people leave a show like this because it's sort of nothing they can do it's not under their control um and and they've gotten onto the show with you know with so much of only like so much that they control it like i bring everything that i can and then hopefully they'll cast me and here i am and hopefully i can make it to the end i've worked so hard i've won a challenge and you know 
here I am. I've got to go home. So they say goodbye to Jack. Hugs all around. It's very sad. Um, yeah, it was really sad. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's like they are having a hard time working. We hear from Kit Pistol, who's just like, yeah. So after that, I just, how am I supposed to focus <laughs> on my work? Um, so, and now it's, um, oh, I think this is also the time where we see Ricky trying on his jeans. Oh, yeah. Were they inside out? I think so. I think he was. Okay. So this is what Ricky's doing. So his model brought him jeans that she used to wear that um, are oversized now. So he's just like fitting them. And he's approximately the same measurements and height as his model. So he's like just taking them in. Which I'm like, okay, that's it. Anyway, I'm I'm hating. So Ricky... <laughs> It was annoying. <laughs> he annoys me so much. I'm trying to be nice. Anyway, so. L- listen, I'll just say <laughs> that you and Nayland were very nice on the last episode to Ricky because I found Ricky oh really infant, really infantilizing towards um, Elise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was like, please don't try to, you know, quote, quote, speak her language and quote, when you find it condescending. Just, just. You know, yeah, she's no. a creative person. Elise is a creative person that's in a way that's different from you. Like I know, I think uh, I think as we move on, we'll see Ricky become more and more insufferable. And I feel like I feel like this last week was the beginning of that. And here we are. Um, Ricky's in the mirror, and um, there's just uh, I don't I don't. But also, I think it's lazy just taking the jeans in. Um, can you do more? Anyway, so <laughs> yeah. So, so, so we, we fast forward to, to Tim, who's coming in to um, announce that their clients are going to come back in the workroom. But first, a surprise. Dun, dun, dun. He opens the door <laughs> and who walks in? Who, who walks in? Oh my gosh. Um, why am I blanking? <laughs> it's Chris March. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's right. Yeah. Chris is back. So, um, and Tim goes, since Jack had to go home, um, we're very sorry that Jack had to go. It was just very, very sad. But we want to make sure that we maintain a high level competition. So Chris is back. And so, of course, Chris comes in. He's like, did you miss me? He's like, yes, we missed you, Chris. Oh, my God. And <laughs> so um, now, now we get to see, we get a little bit more of the edit that everyone loved Chris. Um, yes, they're putting more of that into the show. I'm just like, yeah, no. Um, so Chris gets Jack's client, um, and also gets to pull an all all nighter. Yay! Yes. Which is like, yes, oh, I'm so sorry, Chris. Had less time. <laughs> had less time. Um, yeah, and also is thinking about how much pressure is on him now because he's been been brought back um, mid episode. And didn't, you know, it's sort of like has to make up for it, but also doesn't really want to get eliminated again, you know, even more so. So, um, all right. So they they bring in the models and everything seems to be going really well. And even Steven is feeling 
pretty okay about his fitting. He's like, oh, wow, maybe I'll be able to get done on time. Maybe. Um, yeah, because like nothing, nothing really happens. So Chris introduces himself to his model. So now that um, like they're, they're going to partner together and he gets to see like what um, what fabric he's working with. And it just seems to go by pretty undramatically. But when the models leave, when when they leave the workroom, they leave the designers with four hours till the end of the day for everyone except for Chris. Chris gets like the whole night. Um, so we have four hours and Chris asks Steven, hey, what do you have to work with? And then Steven's like, oh, this polyester monstrosity. Oh, and Chris goes, oh, really? Can I have it? And I just, I just love that. It's like, oh, I would love to see. Oh, and, and in my notes, I wrote, I wish Chris had gotten this this wedding dress <laughs> because I wonder what he would have done with it. And and Chris goes, it's like this is probably like the closest to what Chris what is in Chris's wheelhouse, which is you know unconventional materials. And um, you know, he's this is probably the most normal thing that he's ever worked with out of all the things that he's. He's he makes in his in his uh, non project runway life, um, but again, it's like the first time, the first positive reaction to this dress. Um, but but instead of actually giving it to Chris, like which he should have done, um, he dresses Kit Pistol in it, and instantly she looks like she's dead. And I love how she's like, I look like a corpse bride. I'm like, yeah, no, you look like you've just passed away in front of our eyes. Um, you're very pale. You're the same color as this dress. And it's also with your hair and also the way it looks kind of big on you. It it feels like a moment from Beetlejuice or something. Or like, you know, maybe like you could be like a zombie princess. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, but we also get like a sewing montage here where um let's see i think there's oh yeah there's like this moment i wrote in my notes where underneath his breath so christian's sewing and then he looks at what he's making he goes oh my god fierce it's so fierce um and then we have like a moment with tim coming in it's tim time and tim goes to christian siriano for his first critique and goes christian so how fierce is it and I love this. I love it. Because Christian's just blushing because he's like, oh, my God. Like, can people really hear all the fierces that I make? Like, Tim's noticing me. Like, oh, my God. Tim, like, it's so fierce. It's kind of a big deal. Like, oh, my God. It's great. Um, I, I, I actually didn't think it was that great. But <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, Christian. Take your fierceness. Yeah. I mean... Tim says, I think it's so great and possibly shady, but he says something to the effect of like, this is you. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and you did it. That's what, <laughs> that's what Tim says. It's you. You made something pat on the head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You made this in your own image. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> I mean, and I guess in that sense, it's, it's, fine because it also maybe like it fits the client because like the next person he goes to is elisa who also is like this is you but then the ad added um 
critique of, but is it your client? I don't think this really fits your client's style, Elisa. So, um, so I don't know. Like, Elisa's not struck a balance. She's making this very, uh, I would say, mm, rough looking tiered dress. <laughs> It just it just looks kind of rough to me because she shows Tim like this the outer layer and Tim's like, oh, that's short. And she goes, oh, yeah, no, that slip over there. That's going to be layered underneath it. And I don't know if you noticed, but she like she patted her mannequin, but in this really kind of also very crude kind of way. And I don't know what she stuffed it with. But while she's trying to put the garment on the mannequin, like you can hear like this crunchy sound. like It's like crunch, oh, crunch, crunch. But um, it's just, I don't know. It was it's, just. That's interesting. Was Elise the only person who we see do that? I think so. I didn't notice on anyone else's say. mannequin. I didn't notice it at all. Like until you said that, I, I I didn't pick up on that at all. Yeah. And I I didn't think that she did a great job of it. But I noticed it because of the sound it made. And I was like, what is that crunch sound? Oh, that's her mannequin. That's what she stuffed her mannequin with. Um, oh God! Does that mean you probably heard heard me chewing strawberries a little while ago? I, oh no 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 no! I meant like when I was <laughs> watching it. I would let you know if I heard you chewing strawberries. <laughs> now I'm paranoid. <laughs> I did have a snack while we were talking. I did. I, I admit. Really? <laughs> I didn't notice it. That was that's pretty good. No, okay. I I would totally tell you. Um, you know, because of that. Um, I and I do. But I'm, again, I'm very sensitive to, to the sounds that people make. And this this sound stood out. And I was like, whoa, what is that? Oh, my gosh. What is that? Oh, she stuffed her mannequin. <laughs> and I love how, but I still think, like, Tim was kind of diplomatic in how he spoke with her because he was like, clean it up. And I think that mostly meant, like, finish your, finish your edges. But it also looked, to me, it looked a little sloppy at this point. Yeah. 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 Um, oh my gosh. So next we have Steven. So Tim approaches Steven and this is, I think the moment where I was like, does Steven think that he's little Tim? Like you're not, <laughs> you're not Tim at all, Steven, because Steven gets super, super proper. He's like, Oh, Tim. I just don't do white polyester satin or white, whatever he got white polyester. I, I just don't do it. And Tim says again, diplomatic. I think you're brave to discard this whole thing summarily. And like brave is a interesting word to choose here. Um, interesting choice of words. Cause I would think dismissive, um, uh, perhaps like elitist, <laughs> um, self-defeating, um, mm -hmm. unnecessary and inefficient. Yeah, I would, I would say, I would say that maybe. So, um, yeah. And I, I don't, I don't, I think that's all. I think that's all that we get in that interaction with, with Tim and Steven, because next we have Chris and, um, Tim kind of like quizzes him on his client. Like, who is she? And Chris describes her as like sassy and fun. And he goes, yeah. So this 
what she's working with here, which what I have, looks like a little cute little sailor outfit thing. And Tim is really like, avoid the costume, please. I would advise you avoid the costume. And also you're going to be up late. So my advice to you is to make your decisions now while you're not tired because I've made more bad 3 a.m. decisions than anyone can list. And then the whole worker was like, Tim, Tim, he's like, what 3 a.m. decisions have you made? Can you please, like, can you clue us in to what were those things that he's like, no, 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 no. No, no, not those 3 a.m. things. Like for me, a 3 a.m. thing would be like, eat some cheese. Or perhaps, you know, now is the time to perhaps, um, I don't know, uh, recobble your shoes. Or what else? What three? What what three a.m. decision would Tim Gunn make? <laughs> Just like super, super innocent and not in the gutter, which is where all the minds in the workroom went. Which is so much more fun than what what Tim would do. Like, oh, Tim would pack for a trip that he's taking in a week at three a.m. That would be. He's like, you know, why am I doing this at three a.m. when I could do this tomorrow at six a.m. You know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Tim, I think that is the kind of activity that Tim would get up and do. I think 3am Tim's on grinder like a lot of other people. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I seriously like, I don't think that's necessarily the gutter. I think that's just facts. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I mean, like, quote unquote gutter, <laughs> because like, he's like, I don't know, fart. My mind didn't go there. I was like, Tim, tell us, tell us, Tim. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I hope I really hope that he's like scouring the interwebs. Um, No, I don't think it is the Internet. I think he's too efficient. I think he has like probably speed dial, you know. Yeah, like or Rolodex or or or, or whatever. I I don't go on Grindr. So I don't know whatever the bookmarking favoriting mechanism is on there. But whatever that is, I think Tim's like on board. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's an efficient roller, ro- Rolodex. A three a.m. Rolodex, and he has a four a.m. Rolodex. Um, oh, oh very, I like this. Very, very organized. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, we forget that before Marie Kondo had the Netflix, we had Tim. Tim. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So that's the. I think that's in the Tim time. And then we have our end of night rush, um, which includes some adorable Christian Siriano age shaming <laughs> where they're just like, oh, you know, let's like Christian over there, you know, acting like like a like a naughty 12 year old or something. And someone else says, oh, we have to wait for a Christian to even turn 12. And then Christian under his breath, like. <laughs> Don't these people know that I'm like way better than that? I'm like I'm twelve, but like I'm so much better. So anyway, that's that was like that fun little interstitial there. So everyone calls it a night except for Chris because he's gotta stay up until three. Yeah, <laughs> and finish his garments, spend the night in the workroom. I know Chris's three a.m. Rolodex on this night is very different than Tim's. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, Tonight, this the 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 date is with the sailor outfit that he's making. So yeah, yeah. All right. So <laughs> next day of elimination, we open on Chris March snoring adorably on the couch in the lobby, and super cute. So so cute. 
<laughs> so cute. And um, also talk about cute. Again, Jillian Lewis's outfit. You you like her style. I'm I really like her style. I, I mean, really I can't, am drawn to I can't, it. I can't say that I like, you know, Christian's like cowhide snow boots. <laughs> I don't know what that was. But but you like Jillian's style. I do. I do. It's very classic with a twist all the time. Okay. So, okay. And like she's into the high waist thing and like a, you know, a button down white shirt and I'm mm. there. I'm there with it. It's like so yeah. adorable. Um but Chris is the most adorable snorer, but he's the worst waker upper. <laughs> because he's confused. He's like, "Did I make anything? What happened?" So, um he's really really out of it. But um we got to get to it. Tim comes in, introduces the models, the clients are coming back in. They've got 2 hours for everything, hair, makeup, fitting the clothes um, and also clocking what Nalen pointed out last week, because so Christian Siriano has a favorite little quip that the editors seem to love because they're running around and Christian goes, Oh, I'm seeing a lot of hot messes up here, but I mean, the judges might die for it or they might die because of it. He said that in two episodes in a row. Yes, indeed. Nilan was right. So um, anyway, we have that. Steven is having a really tough time. Um, uh, but I think who's helping him? Ricky's helping. Victoria ends up helping. And he ends up gluing his outfit because he's just so, so far behind. And yeah. um, and I'm just like, how? How? You know, maybe you should. Anyway. You, you spent too much time dressing up Kid Pistol as, like, a corpse bride. Like, you should have been working on this dress. Um, but anything else before we go to the runway? No, I, I actually liked one quote from Ricky, actually, who said, oh, yeah. I think with this I'm going to give um, Penny a whole new outlook on who she is. Isn't that what clothing does to people? Oh, you like I that one? I thought that was good. I like that line. I... It that one annoyed me. <laughs> oh, say why? Well, just because the way he said it, because he, he's been getting a little bit more, uh, I would say, um, quotable these days. He's like, oh, I mean, mm-hmm. isn't that what fashion's supposed to do? And it's it's just because it's coming out of Ricky's mouth. I think that, I think there's nothing wrong with what he said. It's just that it's Ricky mm-hmm. saying it. I'm very right. biased. I'm sorry. But, uh, listen, I, I do find Ricky, you know, at best insufferable, but it's sort of like, for me, for a, a challenge, a whole new outlook on who a person is, I, I like that because it's not about their size. It's not about anything other than how they feel in something. Mm. So I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And I'm I kind d- of surprised Elise didn't say that. <laughs> well, she, like she, what did she say? I think she did say something during the runway. So, okay. um, actually, okay. So let's, let's get there. So listeners, this is the moment where you can click in your show notes and get the link to our cheat sheet. And, um, I named this episode absolutely normal, you know, based off of ab fab. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> I know it's a very subtle joke. So that's why I'm stating it out loud and making it obvious. So <laughs> 
I like it. I like it. All right. So we get to the runway and we have Heidi introduce all of the judges. But first she has to acknowledge. She goes, as you know, Jack is weak. He got sick. He's leaving now. And it's just kidding. Just kidding. She's like, Jack, Jack, no, he had to go. We had to bring, <laughs> we had to bring someone back. Chris is back. Um, and so, she, no, so we have Heidi getting someone who's like new to torture. She's like, Chris, I'm surprised she didn't say, how does it feel being back in the competition? So Chris could go, oh, I'm so nervous, Heidi. I really don't want to get eliminated again. So she doesn't do that. So instead, she introduces the other judges. And we have Michael Kors, Nina Garcia, who doesn't say Ola anymore. And then we have, <laughs> sorry, it's a person. Then we have Patrick Robertson, who is the head designer for The Gap. And I swear, I forgot that this was the judge. And so when I watched this the first time and made my joke about Christian Siriano's model, just wanting Gap light, I totally forgot that he is our guest judge <laughs> for this episode. Um, but I was like, oh, this is great. But also, I do remember that this is the time when Gap was starting to make all those really fun commercials. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Th- those dance commercials. Yes. Like based based on basically based on Richard Avedon. Yes. Right. This- funny face. The dance sequences in funny face. Yeah. Yeah. This is the beginning. And I remember when when um, when he was a guest, I was just like, oh, my gosh, is he behind that whole marketing campaign? It's so cool. Um. Because this is sort of like at the beginning of Gap becoming cool again, I would say. Um, mm. Anyway, so so we have our 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 introduction of our judges, and so let's get to the runway. We start off with Sweet Pea, whose model is Chris. Um, I hate the color; <laughs> it's olive green, and um, it's a really cute little halter. Uh, that falls to the knee and it's just fine. Um, it's fine. Any, any thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, the color isn't great. I I don't get it at all. Yeah. It's an easy dress. I think. Um, yeah. Like a pretty, pretty easy dress to make. And it was, uh, I think what, what she's using the olive green from is from like a, a large, or a larger, sh- well, yeah, they're all like much larger. Because I think Chris might be the one who lost like 160 pounds. So the dr- the mm-hmm. shirt that she was using almost looks like a long tunic. But um, so I'm wondering if Sweepy didn't really even do that much with the length of the shirt that she just like cut off the top and then, um, you know, did something of with with the the bodice and essentially just made like a, a halter baby doll dress. Yeah, know. which which I thought when you have a color that's kind of boring, your shape has to not be boring. And you know, yeah. it could have just been something easily like draped and dramatic and asymmetrical and um yeah, like less that. I know this is not very productive to say, but I, I wasn't into it at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'm like, I don't know why I'm making us talk more about this than it ought, than it deserves. Like it was really boring. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, it just is, was that. Um, well, you know why it's frustrating? It's clearly beneath their skill level. Huh? 
that's how I feel. It's beneath their skill level. Like I yeah. know they could do better than that, you know, because yeah. this is something I probably would do if I sewed for five years, you know, and I think they're way beyond that, you know. I so, totally agree. That's why I'm like, come on, I know you can do better. Yeah, and in talking about like who, okay, so I'm curious about what you think of the next outfit. So next we have Erica wearing Jillian, and this this is the fabric that Jillian bought at Mood to match the red in the um, the shirt that was um, I'm assuming was Erica's favorite shirt, but also. Um, I want to hear more about why these outfits were their favorite outfits <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because, um, it's just, you know, she was wearing like slacks and a red shirt, but I'm pretty sure there's like more emotional, um, more emotional reason as to why this was her favorite, um, right. f- favorite thing to wear. Cause it's, it's also very office um, you know, pretty much every day. I thought that this dress was, um, I thought the piping was strange. Um, very it kind of like comes over where like there would be like a like a nipple so I, I I don't know I wouldn't be that comfortable wearing it and also didn't feel like it fit her very well mm. and also there was a, there was some gathering at the top so I'm wondering if you can see this on the cheat sheet but um towards the top of the halter um you know it doesn't really lie flat like there's some some bunching up there and so it just to me, it just didn't feel like it fit very well. Yeah. I didn't think it fit very well either. Yeah. I thought the color, the color was pleasant. Um, but yeah, that piping, I think, I, I don't know, but I suspect that that piping was there to sort of make an optical illusion of like an even smaller figure. Yeah. Which is like, okay... I find that unnecessary and kind of insulting. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I feel the same about the second look as I do about the first. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, fine. Um, oh gosh. Next is Ricky. And this poor, okay. So Ricky's model's name is Penny. Oh, her, her jeans were too tight. They were too tight. Mm-hmm. Like her, if you could see the crotch, um, it was away from her body. So again, so Ricky fit this to, I think, his body rather than to Penny's body. And mm. in the workroom, she, I think she made a comment about how tight they were. And Ricky goes, oh my God, you're not used to wearing tight jeans. I am. And I'm like, it's not about you. It's about your model. You made them too tight. And then now we, we're seeing her walk down the runway. And she... Is like, you know, you know, shifting her body. Like she's shifting the right side, then the left side, then the right side. Because her the way like her leg movements in the middle just looks a little uncomfortable. Um she can't walk. Anyway, but I thought that top was kind of impressive. I don't like the top at all. I, I don't, don't like, like the top. anything about it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't think it's I don't I don't like it. But um I'm just like, well, you made that. And it's not a dress. I think I'm more impressed because it's a two piece rather than a dress. But she also started off with two pieces. What am I talking about? Why am I giving Ricky credit for that? It's bad. I don't like it. Yeah. It's just not interesting. Yeah, it's not interesting. But I did like how the model walked. Oh, you did? She yeah, I stiff. thought the model was like, 
Well, she was having fun. I think she was nervous and having like, you know. Okay. You think well, you think the model was feeling stiff because of the clothing? I could see that. Well, I thought she okay. Besides the walk, be uh, besides the, I thought she looked fine for someone who was wearing really really tight jeans. Mm, in terms yeah. of the walk, I thought she was doing the best she could, but I noticed in it that she was fighting that crotch. <laughs> yeah. To speak. So, um, yeah. All right. Next, we have Chris. <laughs> yes. What do you think about this look? I thought, okay. Why am I yelling? I thought, again, that's why my tagline, take that sash off. What? What do you do with the sash? And the sash is extra fabric that he bought from Mood. Mm. Uh, you know, and I'm trying to think, so interesting that he's working with this skirt that has these really int- really um, interesting little cutouts. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's a feature of the pant um, originally, but um, I'm like, there, that that's a wasted opportunity for something else besides a gigantic bow around her waist. But also, take the choker off. Where are we? Um, when are yes. we? And, um, <laughs> the, like, you know, but I thought besides that, I just would have wished, I wish that it would have fit her a little bit more. But also, again, less is more. Take away that choker. Take away the sash. Let yeah. her hair down. And it would have been fine. Take off those bangles. And I would, I was, and also... You can't see this on a cheat sheet, but there's a there's a a shock of red on the back. I don't know what you call that, but um, there's a little bit of a flouncy piece, almost like a tail, on the bottom of her pencil yeah. skirt. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that's a lot of extra time that you wasted there. You could have you could have taken a nap instead of putting yeah. that on the back of her skirt. So, you could have you could have fitted that top better. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You know, what I liked about this look, which I would never wear, but, mm-hmm. you know, what I, first of all, I think this model has a killer, killer proportional, oh, yeah. killer proportional figure. Yes. Right. Chris really lucked out with that. Um, there's this like little red pocket square in a pocket, which I've never seen in a skirt before. And I really like that detail. Oh, I thought that was and, the sash. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Can you hear fireworks? Oh, my, my gosh. It's been popping nonstop. Whoa. <laughs> sorry. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> this one's really Those cool. are fireworks. Oh, oh, my gosh. I can see fireworks out my window. Wow. This is, like, literally. I can hear the fizzling. Oh, my God. I feel like I should film this to send it to you. <laughs> like, look. Oh, my God. It is so wild. They've never been this close before, or at least I haven't noticed. I guess they, t- I guess they were away for July Fourth, and so now they're like, might as well. It's, it's Wednesday. We have extra. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, wow. I think that. So back to the outfit. I thought. By the way, I like the idea of a built-in belt. Mm-hmm. Because people who are losing weight need belts. I have nothing against the sash. Yeah. And you know, I had my little rant about belts last time. Like, yes. Th- things should fit. Belts are, this is a, this is the kind of challenge where like, why weren't there more belts to accommodate fluctuation? Oh, so in a way, yeah. as much as I don't, okay. 
Chris's look is actually something my mother wore in like 1976. Like, mm-hmm. And it's very, to me, it's very like, I want to be Sophia Loren in a movie, you know? Yeah. And that's like, that's an aesthetic in itself. People love it. It's fine. But in terms of like, for so for me, I don't think it's as costumey as it is retro. Yeah. I don't think those things are the same. To me, they're not the same. But I think the the little, the lined um, skirt slit on the back, too much. Yeah. Yeah. But this idea of like having a little pocket square on your, on your um, skirt thing and having an adjustable belt is a great idea. However, I don't think that's what Chris made. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think it was decorative. I think the belt, the, the little sash looked more like a decorative sash. Um, but I wish it had been more thought out as like, Hey, here's a belt. You can move the skirt up. You can move it down. I wish it had like removable hemlines. If mm-hmm. you move the skirt up, like adjustable. Um, so I think I liked what I saw in it more than what it did. Mm-hmm. But it raised, for me, it raised concerns about other people's designs in oh. a way that I don't think should have been dismissed. Interesting. Okay. What do you mean by that? Like, is it is it coming up next? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I think I already said it. Just my little bit about belts. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, no, and, and an adjustment, like adjustment. Like, everybody made... Everybody made clothes that were very, um, like, conformist, hmm. meaning everybody made a tight fit. Everybody made, like, I want, I want to give you skinny jeans. I want to give you skinny stuff. I want to give you stuff you couldn't fit into it before. As opposed to, like, hey, next week I may gain 5, 10 pounds, and then I, I can lose it again. I can lose five more or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of like adaptive thinking for like a body that's constantly adapting or, or maybe, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know. I'm projecting a lot about Mm. what these people wanted, like where they're at with their weight, but I just wouldn't assume anything. I wouldn't assume that somebody wants to have a skinny jean and is going to fit into it forever. I mean, yeah, not even skinny girls do that. Well, healthy skinny girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, speaking of skinny jeans, like we get another pair so we have Christian Siriano, whose model is Carrie. And um, like, I thought these, these jeans fit a little bit better. Like she is a great walker, like walked really wonderfully in this. Um, and, and we, again, we get this jacket back. Like Christian is on a roll with these pleats, hmm. these, this pleating detail. But um, I mean, yeah, and it's it is it's very fitted. He really lucked out on getting such a petite model because we still don't know how Christian is able to really work with other body types. Um and he really didn't have to make that much of adjustment adjustment here, but and also it kind of bodes well for him that she's probably the same height as he is. Um right. and uh yeah, because it's sort of I think right now Without so because we're, we're in a universe where we haven't we don't know we don't know anything about the next episode. This is our first time watching this. Like I'm really frustrated at his color palette. Um, I don't like. I I'm frustrated with everyone's color palette because it's it's just like this this love of beige browns and blacks all together, 
And yeah. I just thought, oh, what a, again, a missed opportunity to do something. But again, this is the, this is the model who didn't like anything. So, I'm, so I feel like for him to even get her into, um, cause didn't she say she didn't like black or she only wore black? I don't remember. I think she only wore black. So this is probably the only amount of color he could get away with, with this model. So, but yeah. By the way, I just reviewed, I just reviewed the footage, Agent Davis. <laughs> and I think that that is a little pocket square on the front of the skirt. It's separate from the sash. Oh, with, on the, um, I'm sorry, on the front of Chris, Chris March's look. Yeah, sorry. it is. Yeah. I totally thought it was a cutout. I was like, wow, how advanced you made a little cutout thing. So we could see the sash going all the way around her waist. And that's not what he was doing. Yeah. It was a pocket no. square. Um, yeah. It was kind of queer. It was really queer. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wait, sorry, sorry. Back, back to, um, back to Christian. Yeah, I mean, that's all I want to say about Christians. Did you like it? You know what? I don't understand why everybody's denim was like a pedal pusher length. That's what. That's how the kids were wearing it back then. I have no idea. I but think I I was wearing denim then, and this was not a length. That I mean. No. Yeah, like Mark Jacob. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know either. <laughs> I know. I want to say that's not when pedal pushers were in. I'm also wondering if he m may have been playing around with the length and even knowing that he was going to put her in a boot. And yeah. so could get away with that crop there. Um, because it's 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 a pedal pushers. is It's a common in cigarette pant. But for denim, that's... Yeah. Yeah, that's like what's what's strange. Like for denim to be that length for this time frame, I mm -hmm. find that odd. But we've had like two looks now with denim that length. Yeah, because I think they're like, sure. I have to make this jean different. It was ankle length. Now it's mid calf length. You know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's probably also like that. What what somebody mentioned earlier of like, oh, everybody wants to be longer and thinner, you know, so it's just to sort of elongate the leg. Oh, maybe. You know, I think maybe I guess, that's a yeah, strategic. I guess that's how like a petite person or a short person ought to wear their jeans. <laughs> I mean, I, I have to say I do wear my jeans, I mean, not pedal pusher length unless I, I need to have that. Mm -hmm. But um I definitely do have to wear jeans a little. I always have to hem them, not just be, just for fit, but also a little bit taller. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But not this high. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. But, but I didn't answer your question. Did I like it? I thought it was boring. I thought, um, I thought the jacket was well made, but I mean, I, I was, Christian did the challenge. The model was happy with what they were given. Yeah. But also, and this is the first time this model has seen this jacket. But it's like our fifth time seeing it. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, just he just loves making this, like, he's just into this outerwear layer. So everything underneath it has been suffering so far, you know, just like, oh, Christian, I would like for you to blossom. Like, I wonder what you'll do in five years. But at this moment, you know, 
we're in this world of season four of Project Runway. He's really trying to perfect one thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Next, next we have Victoria and her oh. model is Ori. Yeah, Ori, which is like a vision in Emerald. I love this color. I, I love this color. Same. I really liked this color. I <laughs> I mean, this is, okay, and also, uh, you know, on the Chi-Chi, we don't have a side-by-side of um, the original outfit, but Ori's original dress was like this, it felt like maybe like a, a very, uh, maybe like a velvet maxi or something that mm. was... I can't imagine um, like what she looked like in it, but even in the before picture of her wearing it as an oversized cloth, like something that she wore when she was. So, so it says like she's she's lost 139 pounds, so a significant amount of weight. But even her, with her wearing it in um, as like a larger garment, it's you know it could be like borderline choir robe, but actually like a like a nice choir robe, like something you would wear outside. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of liked her original garment also. So anyway, I like this dress. I love the color. Yeah. And I think, I think the, I think that, um, Ori was very happy wearing this. It, it went great with her hair color, yes. you know? Yeah. 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 I thought it was just, it seemed like something that she definitely would wear out. She looked comfortable in it. Um, and I like that Victoria kept, most of the original velvet because that whole dress um there's so much of it and i think she made something like you know with a really cute little waist with like a little pendant there and you know like a like a cute little dress so Mm. all right it looked well made yeah it did i like that um Right. Oh, and I just want to say, when, when yeah. something's this simple and it's velvet, mistakes are obvious. Yeah. You know, because I, I have had a um, a shirt that, I, that used to be my grandmother's that I was like, oh, make it fit me. And I went to someone to, to do that. And, ooh, you know, like there were some places where I was like, oh, like this, this could have been more carefully made. So... That's why I like Victoria's dress. I think it was more of a challenge. It's like deceptively simple. It looks, yeah. it's deceptively simple. So yes. It was nice to see that. It was just really great. I really like this dress. Okay. Next we have Elisa. El- Elisa. And um, what did you think? Who's Elisa's model? I hated this dress. I hated it so much. Oh, Elisa's model is Tracy. It's Tracy. Yes. Um, so Tracy had, um, like a button down shirt and some slacks and what Elisa made was like a tiered dress. And I just, I just, I, it was like, uh, a lot, um, oh no, why am I losing my words? Because I didn't like the hem. I didn't like the way it was finished. I also didn't like the way it was cut it felt I don't know it just it just kind of I, I think I've liked what Elisa's made before um in that it, it feels more thoughtful but this one it felt less thoughtful in a way um yeah. too many layers and I also was wondering about whether or not 
I think I was a little swayed by, for instance, like Sweet Pea talking about it in the workroom being like, it doesn't fit that lady's personality at all. So I was wondering mm. if if they were seeing something different in the workroom mm. and what she came off in this outfit is someone who is, um, you know, kind of like conservative and except for the boots, I thought with, like with, it was styled with um, with knee high boots, but someone who's kind of conservative. And and I think for Elisa, perhaps like an idea of what a normal person would look like or what a normal person would wear. And I feel uh-huh. like she was probably like a little bit more edgy than 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 what she was coming across. And I don't think this is Elisa at all because people are just like, it's more you than her. But I'm like, I don't think this is Elisa either. This is just boring. I agree. I agree. So, I agree. I think this yeah. is Lisa trying to please the client, doing her doing the best possible. But I, I don't think it's Lisa at all. No, no, nope. It's too constrained. Yeah, I mean, that model had so. I mean, uh, what, what was her name? Tracy. Like Tracy, you know, even the way she walked, like she just kind of looked like she would do better, and I don't know, like leather or something with Mm -hmm. um perhaps like more length to work with and like less layers or something that just is like cooler um i don't know yeah but also the cut of the jacket the the high to the low with the jacket and everything else underneath it is just annoying (laughs) i just don't like high low i i don't get the logic and how any of that is put together yeah yeah um all right, next we have Kit Pistol and Alicia. That's so right. So we have Alicia, and she's wearing this peach crisscross outfit. So it's like it's a peach umpire waist dress with um, thick straps and, and um, you know, like a, a little crisscross in the front. I would say, like, I really loved her on the runway. <laughs> I just, I just yeah. She's so cute. <laughs> she was great on the runway. And like swishing that that dress around because there are a bunch of layers. So there's like that um, opaque peach on the top and then like a print underneath. And I kind of wished we had gotten more of that print because I hated this color. I thought the color was just a little bit too junior. Okay. Junior is the word. Um, and also <laughs> what is up with people putting like a little like, what do you call that? I call it like a, a modesty layer. Like oh, the white... like the slip? Like the yeah. slip? Yeah. I don't know if aspect. maybe the, the model asked for that, but it just felt like mm. one extra thing that was unnecessary about this outfit. Yeah, just just do do the, the neckline correctly. Yeah. Because that's what I used to wear, like, in middle school when I was just like, ugh, ugh, boobs. Like, I just want to cover myself up. Um, You know, like, but this to me, I'm like, you could have just left that out unless that was a slip that she had to wear underneath and just there was nothing you could do about it. But what do yeah. you think? I, 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 this look was just like out the window for me. I'm like, what? Another baby doll? What? What? You know, so in. Like, people <laughs> love these. I just didn't get it. And I, I just I thought the call. I like the color coral, but I don't like it in this shape. I don't like anything coral in this shape. Yeah, like a, a baggy, like a baggy sweatshirt in coral is awesome. Huh. <laughs> but but like this is like I don't know. I don't understand why this. I don't even remember what was the favorite thing. Was the favorite thing the dress underneath it, or was it the coral? I think it was the. Um, I think it 
I think she added in that coral because the okay. print is from her original shirt. Like she had this like long shirt that had that print under that. That's like barely showing underneath. And yeah. she bought the coral at mood. Okay. So yeah, I'm just not into it. I don't like it. Yeah. No, it, to me, it felt like, you know, very church 2007. So mm. nothing wrong with, nothing wrong with that, but just, you know, nope. the conservative nature of it, like, felt very much like that um all right next we have kevin and kevin's model's name is elise kevin's yes yeah so it's like this um soft yellow top that is original like everything was um except for the leggings the leggings um material i think that's what kevin bought at mood but the top comes from um a combination of her blazer that she was wearing and this black outfit underneath. Mm-hmm. I I loved it. I still like it. I liked it the first time I saw it. Very first time I ever watched the season. I like it now. It's not canary yellow. That's the only other thing. Um, it's like this nice soft yellow. And I, and this is, I think this is when I remember I'm like, wow, the blazer she was wearing was so great. Um, I don't know if, I know blazers are out and in, in, but I I like a nice blazer and um, at her, at the size she was before she lost all this weight. Like I, I just imagine like being like, you know, wear that blazer everywhere. It's just such a great piece of thing, like something to have in your closet. Um, this is less practical, of course, <laughs> yeah. but I, I just thought it was really cute. Sans yeah, leggings. That, I just wish he had done yeah, that, with the leggings. But yeah, but the leggings—that's actually a okay. That actually seems like a a a decent length for a capri pant yes. or a cigarette pant. Yeah. Um, that see, not denim. No, right. That's kind of normal, you know. But denim in that length is kind of weird for that era. Anyway, I'll stop going on. I, I I can't say that I like this, but I appreciated the craftsmanship or, or the idea that it came from this blazer and became this top with yeah. buttons. Um, I loved how much the model liked it. Me too. You know? I Yeah. And I like that it was simply styled. I think it was one of the yeah. best styled outfits on the runway. Yeah. Um, I think Victoria did a great job and then here Kevin's doing a great job too. I'm like, this is just, it's just really great. I think the cut and the shape of it is really interesting. And um, he could have gone a little bit further if he had got, had too much time on his hands and put like an over, like an outerwear thing on it. And like, I would love to have seen her, you know, what would this look like if you're going out in this outfit um, mm-hmm. and you need to bring something to, to cover up to go outside and then you can go inside and take it off like what would work with this yeah yeah that's that's very interesting yeah um but yeah no one of my my, my favorite piece um next is steven Every- oh sorry did you notice oh no it's okay did you notice how everybody else liked it too there was like a shot of every contestant like wow i wow. know i saw that because it's like that everyone- was sweet and also because like she looked great walking down the runway i was impressed because i think she was wearing like five inch heels Oh my gosh, yeah. And looks like someone who wears a lot of five inch heels. And I mean, um, just just note, so I listened to another podcast who are covering um Selling Sunset, which is this ridiculous real reality TV show about a real real estate company on Netflix. And mm. one of their features is that they hire um 
apparently they hire very, very attractive women and they always wear at least like four inch heels and they get higher as the seasons go. We're on season three. So they're probably wearing like seven inch heels now. It's something ridiculous. But anyway, none of them can walk in those heels, but at least could, you know, it was just, you know, anyway, but it was, it was impressive. Like she looked, she looked great. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Next is Steven. Oh, yes. And Laura is his model. So Laura comes out with some shades on <laughs> the runway. And I was like, talk about too much. Like, all right. So, oh, yeah. So Laura, to me, looks like she sits in the front pew. Yes. <laughs> She's a front row seater at, at every church. Uh, she goes to church like twice a day and she sits in the front. Yeah. And it's not just because she's like a super duper churchgoer. It's because she like she's a deaconess or she's related <laughs> to someone who works at church. It just looked like a uniform to me. She's an usher. Yeah. She's, um, you know, and also she's walking into church with some glasses on and and some pearls and a, and a clutch and 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 and. And those shoes. I feel like, by the way, the shoes for each of these um, models, or you know, or so-called uh, normal people, mm. um, were terrible. Terrible. Like, in and, and, and specifically, um, Laura. Laura had the, the most ugly pumps of, of everybody. So, to me, it was very much like um, courthouse typesetter uniform <laughs> and also she's such a great walker like she's you know Have charisma yeah and she's like she's this again this is the uh what we got from that i mean super super white beaded laced up um gown um a wedding dress and it's like this is what you get. And it doesn't even look like, so I was assuming um, that he was going to at least use maybe some of the beads around the trim, like something, but it's like he cut off, not even the beaded lace part. He cut off the actual, you know, an untreated fabric that he could have used for more of this outfit and, and use that. Like he's the most boring part of that dress to trim this. And I'm like, Oh God. It's really disappointing to see. It really is. Yeah, it really is. So um, anything else to say about Steven? No. No, sadly, no. Yeah. All right. Last but not least is Rami. And Rami's model's name is Lisa. And it's perfectly fine. Lisa comes out in a high-waisted pencil skirt with some buttons in the front and she's like so cute just strutting down and she's got this uh this top that looks like you know Rami this is what Rami looks like when he can't drape he's gonna do shit like this top where you got like the swirls here and the tucks there and the curls over there it's like yeah this is what I need to do this is just like in my DNA is to drape I'm like then why don't you just drape her something yeah why did you just do that? Why are you, why are you making her a high waisted pencil skirt that she can wear to the office, or per, maybe you know an office or to a date? Like why don't you why don't you drape or something, Rami? Anyway, that's 
<laughs> she could have like a draped Rami dress. Anyway, I just I thought this was really strange. But perhaps this is what the client wanted. Again, I keep forgetting. This is probably what she wanted. So what did you think? <laughs> I, I I didn't like it, but I, I loved watching the model enjoy it. She's so cute. <laughs> you know, that was the best. <laughs> I love it so much. It was just so adorable because she's like, that's what went through my head when she was walking down the runway. Um, yeah, because obviously she felt awesome in it. Felt really, really great and so excited because you're on Project Runway. So it's so exciting to be a client, have a custom made outfit and you get to walk down the runway. Of course. And also because this is like the the way they used to shoot it. They probably had to walk down this runway like five times for you right. know, to get the judge shot, to get the um, designer shot and to get the, you know, by themselves shots, whatever. So it must have been like also an, an amazing day <laughs> for all yes. of them. Right. So some people's like third walk down the runway is just more festive than yeah, others. Exactly. <laughs> um Okay, so that's the end of the runway. So let's get into this judging. Um we get to take um a, a look at the um the the high scores and the low scores. So the ones who are safe are sweet pea. Ricky, Rami, Victoria, and Kit. Those are our safe designers. And then um, our designers who could win or lose are, it's Christian, Chris, Kevin, Jillian, Elisa, and dun-dun-dun, Steven, and the wedding dress. So, um, I don't know. Like, most of the drama kind of, like, happens around I would say Steven but first we start with Kevin and how like everyone loved this model's walk and I think that's what Heidi points out like you have a great walk and um yeah and this and this is sort of uh, the moment where I think Michael Kors is fed up with the leggings because he's like okay great 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 this is great it's wonderful the top is great it's wonderful it's innovative but you gotta watch those leggings you gotta <laughs> watch it with those <laughs> leggings so... <laughs> and I, I love how he's like you kind of ran out of steam there from an ingenuity perspective so I was like oh spot on um yeah, so we've, we've, we've gotten leggings every episode. I think 2007 was like peak peak legging moment huh. in fashion. Um, yeah. Um, next we have Elisa and Tracy. So, so Elisa said something that I didn't understand. I don't know if you understood this. She's like, oh, a day in Trousseau for Tracy. Oh, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. I don't know what that meant. Um, I don't, I don't exactly know what it meant, but on the, on the runway, she takes off the, the outer layer, which is the, the red high low, um, revealing underneath that she's like cinched in Tracy's waist with more fabric. Um, but, and also reveals the, the top of the outfit, which is very, very boring. I have to say, it's just not, it's just not good. She, she doesn't really get a lot of good feedback and, Again, Michael Kors, like, coming in with the golds. Just, you know, I don't know if about chopping your model into layers like that. Um, but 
again, I don't agree with them. They're just like, this is more you than it is our your model. I'm like, this isn't mm-hmm. Elisa. This is just bad. Not at all. Yeah. Um. Then we get to Jillian, who is the first no-no of the group. Heidi points mm-hmm. out. So you flouted the rules, Jillian. Mm-hmm. How much of the how much of the actual garment did you use? And Jillian's like, none. I didn't use none of it. I spent all my ten dollars on this exact red dress. Like I just just matched the fabric and mood. Um, so yeah, I just have this amazing fabric to work with. It's not the original outfit. Um, so I think it's, and it also seems like um, everyone is okay with it except for Nina like Nina seems like the most annoyed by this she's like oh you didn't follow the rules but I guess it's nice everyone likes it um yeah yeah um but Michael Kors says something that was interesting he's like well so you know this is a dress you know she walks around into a restaurant and and the guy's gonna be like hey look at her But it's yeah. not going to be something where the women are mad at you going like, look at the hoochie mama. And I'm like, okay. All right. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what we're dressing for. She's going on a date <laughs> with a man and she doesn't want to intimidate the ladies because, you know, when I see a, when I see a lady wearing a really nice dress, it pisses me off. It makes me so upset. I want to go over there and be like, are you trying to threaten me with your nice dress over there, lady? Because that's how, that's how we do. You know, I'm in a restaurant looking out at what other women are wearing to see if they look better than me or not. And if they do look better than me, I get mad. I get angry. I'm just kidding. That's not how I am. I know. Okay, I know. Just, just making sure, Patricia, that you, you know. I know. It's just, to, to be honest, I'm kind of like, that was such an annoying comment. <laughs> it was. You know? It was really, really like, too much. It's like, come on, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. <laughs> It's interesting because no one would ever say that about Chris's girl. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right? Chris's girl it would be the same effect. I know. As Jillian. So I'm not. I, I, what's your point, Michael? What's your point? Exactly. Because Chris's girl is <laughs> not going on a date, I guess. Like she looks like she's going to the mall with friends. Not the Gap. She's going to the store next door to the Gap. Maybe Aeropostale. I don't know. But, I don't um... know. I think I think Chris's girl is like I just watched French cinema and Greece, and I'm gonna go shopping for bigger pearls. <laughs> oh wait, I think oh shoot, I I got Christian's model mixed up with Chris's model. Oh, I meant I meant you meant Chris. Uh, Chris yeah, Marsh. you meant Chris. Chris. Yes. No. Chris yeah, because yeah, she's like yeah. No, I'm a uh, I'm I'm you know, I'm on a stage somewhere. Cause that's what they're all thinking about. We can go to Chris. That's what they're all thinking about her is that it's a little costumey. And, um, another iconic quote from Mike, Michael Kors. She looks a little Shirley MacLaine when she played a hooker with a cot of gold. <laughs> all she needs is a beret and a cigarette. And she just goes on and on digging into her because there's no way that we're going to see Chris's model walking into a restaurant and be like, oh, my God, she intimidates me. I'm mad. I'm inflamed because look at what she's wearing. It's something that I wish I had. And like, it's like, no, not really. She's got her style. That's what (laughs) most people would be thinking. She's got a style. It's a look. It's something that she's into. Um, but she's not dressing for me. 
obviously, because, you know, I don't know. I really don't know how you would make that assumption because, yeah. Well, I think that's what a lot of like, I don't know. I think that's a lot of, this is such a generalization, but I'm going to say that it's not the first time I felt like male designer generalizing for how, you know, people assigned female, female at birth will, why they buy what they buy, whose right. gaze are they prioritizing? Yeah. Um, and I think because you don't, you can't really relate how to feel in a specific clothing category, you project onto it. So what do you project? Mm-hmm. Competition. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of boring. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, to get to Chris, we skipped over Steven and I, and I just wanted to point out Steven because unlike, um, so, so Steven and Jillian again are the two rare ones who didn't use the fabric that they were given. And, um, whereas like Jillian got pretty high marks, Steven got really low marks and, uh, you know, I, 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 I kind of enjoyed hearing from the gap guy, uh, gosh, Patrick, Patrick, yes. Patrick Robertson, um, because and and I'm I'm skipping ahead a little bit to the deliberation period because they were all really disappointed in what they saw. They saw the the before picture with this, you know, really amazing wedding gown that had a lot going on. And then here comes, uh, you know, this very, very, uh, you know, Nina calls it a French maid. Um, which yes, it looks like a French maid costume. It's very demure. It's relatively conservative and it's also black, you know, like you go from this bright, bright, bright white wedding gown and you went to black. And so Nina is amazed. Uh, Patrick Robertson's like, I was expecting something major. And then this is what came out. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is such a contrast in a bad way. Whereas Jillian is like, I'm gonna give you the same red. So you're not as shocked. And Steven's like, I want to give you the exact opposite color. <laughs> yeah. So with with the exact opposite texture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing like but, no texture. Yeah. And yeah. possibly a much higher. Instead of giving you the kitsch factor, I'm going to give you the frump factor. Yeah. Thanks, yep. Steven. <laughs> yep. It's like, so Michael Kors, is anyone going to get mad at this lady? Like what lady? Huh? Who, who are you talking about? Like, she's invisible to me. You know, basically, that's, that's sort of like on the Michael Kors, mm. like, misogynist scale. So anyway, um, yeah, so <laughs> Stephen gets, like, low marks. And um, Christian is, like, the, the gap guy. Patrick Robertson is, like, ugh, beyond cool. Ugh, yeah, dude. This is amazing. This is actually what I was expecting so fierce so um and uh, yeah i think everyone's pretty proud of christian or like oh my god it's you Mm -hmm. but it's commercial and you know and and i think it also both but it it went well for him that his model reacted so positively to it because like do you like it and she goes oh my god i love it i'm never taking this off it's like why do you sound just like Mm -hmm. christian Siriato? it's like i sound like him i look like him i'm the same height as him and like (laughs) look what i'm wearing you know, they're just like the same. Her hair is the same. Anyway, so um, yeah, just just pretty pretty high marks for that. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else to say about the the judging part before we announce who the winner of this episode is? Um, no. Um, no. Well, so let's just go into that. Patricia, who is this week's winner? Well, um, it's a first. Well, of course, everybody has won one so far, but it's Christian's first win. Christian Siriano. And he goes, finally, it's about time I won something. That's his reaction to it backstage. <laughs> um, so Christian's a winner. And then, Patricio, who goes home? So Stephen goes home this week. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm not sad. Yeah. As opposed to last week when it was real sad to see Chris go. <laughs> I know, I know. And even this week, sad to see Jack go, even though Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean we we also see like so so the so Kevin almost won um this one. So um just wanted to put that in there because that was my favorite outfit. So mm. um yeah, so that's that is the end of episode five. Oh my goodness! But did you catch the uh, side eye that Kevin gave Christian? I think that's why I wrote that in my notes. I did not catch it, but oh. I think unconsciously, because he, I, I remember the first time I saw this, I thought Kevin was going to win, and I was surprised hmm. that Christian won the episode. Hmm. So, and mostly it's because I didn't, I wasn't really drawn to the color, and I liked the color of Kevin's outfit better but um, if he hadn't done those leggings perhaps he could have won yeah so just just go a little bit further just push yourself a little bit more Kevin no leggings yeah um, yeah so that's that's I did not catch that but I think somehow I unconsciously monitored that <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah ah. Well, Patricia, before we say goodbye, uh, do you have anything to share? And please remind our listeners how they can find you. Oh, um, sharing. Okay, so I can be found. I can actually be found lurking. No, not lurking. Loitering, publicly loitering, <laughs> on on the um, uh, the workroom instagram account i can be found there publicly loitering and i can also be found um on twitter and on instagram as sense and sight that's common sense and optical sight um s-e-n-s-e-a-n-d-s-i-g-h-t and as far as sharing i just encourage everyone listening to this if you can to just go you know put in your zip code and and look up a food pantry near you and See how they're doing, because I I actually just found out that um, there's there's been um, a food pantry near me for the children of incarcerated women that's been going on in the neighborhood for a long time, but the little CSA that I belong to they give their extra food to this uh, food pantry, and I just found out that because all of all of these things have been popping up, all these new drives have been popping up that actually older food pantries that have been around for longer are getting less attention. Um, so I would just encourage everyone to just check up on all the food pantries in your area and just see who's getting more attention than others and just 
check up on the ones that aren't getting as much attention. And if you can donate, you know, some beans, some food, please do. Yeah. I Sorry, think... maybe, that, maybe that was too serious for no, Project Runway. No, no, no. It's, not... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, it's too serious Chris, for Project Runway. Yes, <laughs> food pantry. We talk about all <laughs> sorts of things on this. No, I think that's really great. And I wanted to give it space because I, I, um, I'm not going to put those like any, any links to that in the show notes. Um, no, and I'm, not. I think it's great. Just like check. I, yeah, no, ditto, ditto to that. Um, and also I just want to, to also point out that check your show notes because, um, I, I am maintaining the links, um, section there. Um, so the link for wellness aids is still in the show notes and the links to Loveland Foundation, which supports um, uh, mental health organizations that support people of color um, is still in the show notes as well. On top of, you know, links to our websites and links to our Instagram and Facebook and, and, our, and our, our Gmail. That's that's all still there. So check your check your show notes. Um, I also have updated that so that um, you can still follow along with us on our season four vintage um, runway journey through daily motion. So if you have access to daily motion, wherever you are in the world, um, I've put up to episode seven in there in our show notes as well. But um, yeah, no, honestly, thank you for sharing that Patricia, because that was on my mind as well. There are these fridges um, popping up around Brooklyn that oh. I just read about, and um, I'm not going to put notes or links to that either. But I, but I, I think it's important to be thinking about our, our local agencies and our, our local organizations that have been around, and um, because so much is happening, you know, yes. we're still in quarantine. I'm hoping that you all are still taking care of yourselves, that you're wearing your masks, that you are um, socially distancing, and 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 and, and checking in on each other. Um, Washing your hands a lot. Yes, don't touch your face. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I mean, but in the midst of all of that, there's still, there's still, um, you know, um, there are things that are, that that are going on. It's sometimes hard to keep track of all that. So thank you for that reminder, Patricia. Welcome. I mean, I was reminded today and yeah, so. Yep. Um, all right. So listeners, until next time, um, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Check in with us. And thank you again for listening. And until next time, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.